Oh, hi, Kelly. And everyone else at the Spooky Slumber Party Podcast. That's uh, what a great name. Uh, and to Emma and Sandra, the co-hosts, it says, uh, you recently recorded an episode about Tusk, you tell me. Sorry about this. Speaking of spooky, Poison Ivy. Gross. I guess that'd be more gross than spooky. Anyway, uh, you, um, I want to hear that. I want to hear that episode. This is one of my favorite movies, Flamingo Kid. Not very spooky. And that's a spooky, un, uh, messy closet. Uh, and you want to hear a fun story? Well, God, I have a lot of, a lot of, where do I begin? Um, a lot of fun stories, but I just, I've been putting photos in uh, frames. It's my latest, my latest passion. And uh, I found this one. This is one of my favorite photos from that movie. Uh, that is Michael Parks. And I don't know if you can see it, but I'll never forget that day. That's the day that everything kind of turned. And by that, I'm, I'm, I'm in terms of like working with him. Uh, for the first few days, it was a little bit, um, a little difficult and uh, not combative or anything, just not t connected. Um, and this day, this moment, in fact, I made him laugh. I made him laugh for real. And uh, while we were filming and, and Kevin kept wanting me to, to make him laugh more, even though the scene was very grim and it didn't read as a, as a funny scene or a scene in which he should be laughing, but it made it, man, this is Kevin's genius. It ended up making it so much spookier and more threatening that he was, um, he had so much power over my character and he, he, he just amputated my legs and here, here he is like laughing at me. But that was Michael genuinely laughing. And since then he, we were so connected and, and it was just such a special experience for me to get to work with somebody like Michael and to feel that kind of connection. Um, and especially, you know, now that he's no longer, uh, around it's, I'm really grateful to Kevin for that experience. And, uh, yeah, I'm curious what you guys say about it. You know, it's a very, not everyone likes that movie. Uh, in fact, a lot of people, you either love it or hate it. So curious who among you either loved it or hated it among Emma and Sandra and Kelly. Anyway, uh, I hope that wasn't too boring and it's a podcast. So, you know, it's a longer format and, uh, at least you got to see my poison Ivy, you know, and all of the money from this, uh, you may you probably know this, but it all goes to the girls home in Nicaragua, Granada, Nicaragua. So thank you for that donation. And, uh, thank you all. And I, I want to check out your podcast. Okay. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. 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 Light as a feather, Okay, I dare you to say Bloody Mary three times. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. I'm scared. Slumber party. So like, we may have had this conversation before, but I, I'm just, I'm kind of having a moment. I'm kind of having a Mandela effect moment here. Okay. What time did y'all start trick-or-treating as a child? Because I feel like it has gotten progressively earlier and earlier and it earlier has. every has. year. And I'm so confused because I remember like it had to be after my parents got home, after other people's uh -huh. parents got home, uh -huh. after people had dinner. It was like, 
I swear to God, it was like seven seven thirty. Yeah, it's gotta be dark. Yeah, it was dark. Yeah, it had to be dark. Reading. Yeah. Now it's like five o'clock. They go. Oh, like I just got home from work. I don't have the candy out yet. Yeah. No, exactly. I'm like hustling, stressed out, sweating. Nope. What if there's a trick-or-treater? Also, my neighborhood does not get trick-or-treaters. So. Yeah, mine doesn't either. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to eat those treats if they come around. I'm going to eat them. You are the only trick-or-treater I've had all night. Here, take this entire bucket of candy. <laughs> I don't want it in my house. <laughs> Here's some sourdough bread I made. You're going to that. Fish- oh, here, would you like a small jar of sourdough starter? That is all I have to give. Oh my God, could you imagine? That's what you give all the kids is some sourdough starter. <laughs> here you go, kids. It's like so a nasty slime. Is Halloween going to happen? Yes, because Halloween Halloween's is not hearts. something you can cancel. Oh, it's I not love that. I love that. It's I'm trying it. It's in our souls. I'm trying to manifest it. To are we are to we going to be able to have a big party? No, probably not. No, no, no. no. But there's still activities that are going to happen. There's still things to participate in. Mm-hmm. And as I sent that tweet, I saw, you know, dance to the monster mash in your house. Dress up like exactly. you can't cancel it. Exactly. You know what? The tourists, the tourists who only live on Halloween on October 31st, their Halloween might be canceled. But sad not the year rounders. Right. Not right. Sad exactly. for them. Not the year rounders yeah. like us. Yep. Nope. Can't do it. No, I'm uh, I'm choosing to manifest positivity for this year's Halloween. I'm not going to sit around and worry like, oh, it's going to suck. No, no, it's going to be magical. And I'm going to make sure that that happens. Hmm. And we all know, too, part of the best is the lead up to it. Oh, yeah. That's really like it's the lead up. It's It's the best. Yep. The season itself. Oh, the season. The, the reason, reason for the, the season. season. I think this year, I've wanted to do it for a couple years now, but I don't know why I haven't stuck to it. But um, every day in October, I want to watch a horror movie this year. That's going to yeah. be That is goal. goals. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's goals. That's mm-hmm. One a day. Um, <laughs> one a day. It's <laughs> all I ask. <laughs> that's um, in October for genre junkies. All we do is horror books. Oh, that I love month. it. It's all we do is horror. Love it's it. my favorite. My favorite. <laughs> I love Halloween. It's the friggin' best. I just really miss, like, this year more than ever, I feel like I've been so, so, so nostalgic for childhood. Um, mm. And oh, especially, yeah, especially just, like, Halloween in general because such a magical, magical night when you're a kid. Like, yep. yeah. oh, my God. It, I just, oh, I miss it so much. Mm-hmm. Like planning your costume and going out with mm-hmm. all your friends and mm-hmm. filling up a pillowcase with candy. And I remember we had one friend that lived in like one of the richer neighborhoods in Sonoma County. So we had like, well, we're, we are, we're ding, ding, ding. That's where the trick or treating is happening oh. every year. All the big full houses. Full size candy bars. Mm-hmm. There was one house that did the full size candy bars, but yeah. Nice. When I was um kind of kind of towards the end of my trick-or-treating years not quite is um when john lassiter moved to sonoma and <laughs> you go to john lassiter's you house <laughs> on Halloween, kids he had amazing yard displays um of course and good candy and yeah does he still live here yeah i think he might still have the house in a- can we can we go go visit <laughs> Like, should we go? Do a little drive-by? Go right now? Mm. (laughs) Trick or treat. It's August. (laughs) Hey, you know, if anything, this is going to be the one year that McDonald Avenue isn't packed to the gills. Oh, but it will be, though, because people have decided that Rona is over. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know what? I bet they're gonna have something in place, kind of going on. Yeah, they they're to manage be. the crowds. Yeah, yeah, because they're they're smart about you know they always have been to try to keep everybody safe and stuff. So yeah. So I, I have faith. Manifest in that positivity. I am. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yes. Keep manifesting. Light those candles. Light those candles, children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who has little shops? Oh, man. You guys have the spooky so ones. I have the not spooky ones. So you got- Mine's not spooky. Oh. Okay. Well, then well, the spooky one should be first. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's kind of spooky. Mine's very spooky. Um... I wait. Should we introduce ourselves? Oh yeah, every time. How are we? <laughs> introduce yourself with your with your little shop. Okay, there you go. So, this is a podcast called Spooky Slumber Party. You are at the slumber party right now. We are three ladies. Three ladies. That's not how the song goes, but close enough. That's close. Close enough. Close enough. We added another lady. Yes. So we are. We are three spooky ghouls from California, and we talk about horror and things that are, like, on the island next to horror (laughs) that we can, like, hop over to. The island of misfit toys. We get on, like, this little plane, like a little seaplane, and just kind of, you know, scurry over there. Animal Crossing. Animal Animal Crossing Crossing plane. The Dodos. Yeah. Careful, folks, we're making a water landing, but it's all right, because this is a seaplane. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, we talk about spooky stuff, and my name is Kelly. I am the Scream Queen. I am an actor slash musical person who likes to write stuff and, like, be on camera and ham it up and do that kind of stuff. Be on camera. Yeah, and I'll be on stage and perform. For the paper. Especially if it's something spooky. Hmm. Yeah. Or a musical. Or both. We love a musical. Oh, we so do. Two out of three of us. Two out of three. Two out of three. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you got in your bag of tricks over there? So we do this little thing here called Little Shop of Horrors where we talk about merchandise that we've bought recently that is... Again, either spooky or spooky adjacent. Stuff that we've been loving lately. We like to shout out brands and shops that we love and adore. Um, I have not shopped for a very long time. So I kind of had a lot of pent up <laughs> shopping aggression that had to be let out. And you know how it is. Sometimes you do rage shopping, you do sad shopping. It's retail therapy. Um, yeah. No, I've. I, it's just been a long time. And I finally felt like, oh, you know, I've... Got some cash. I can afford some fun things right now. Yay! So, so Yay. I bought I bought some fun things. Treat yourself. And we're gonna start out with a little something yeah. from our friend Hot Topic. Our friends at Hot Topic. A little Hot Topic. A little Hot Topic. Um, since it's been warm out, I've been needing some new shorts, and I got Exorcist shorts. Cute. Nice. So they're like the seventies style, like dolphin shorts. Oh my god, I love nice purple, purple. with a black border, and then on the one side, it's got the Exorcist logo, like the poster. Or, Adorable. Like, That's uh, awesome. Right of the uh, the street light, the classic shot there. Oh my god, or, so cute. Yeah, we will post pictures. Um, wait, is that the moon or is it a street light? Street light. It is a street light, right? Okay, I just didn't yeah. want to like sound dumb. But no, then the never. But then the butt. Oh. What the butt? What? What? <laughs> what? In the butt. 
Oh my god! It says, "What a beautiful day for an exorcism." I love right it. Across, Yay! Right the peach. Love it. That's awesome. I so cute. love these. Um, there, I ended up having to size up because they were out of. Actually, were they out of my normal size? I think I like ordered big just to be safe because it's like it's always easier to like take in than let out. Right. Of course. So I've got a little room to grow in these, which is good for me because I could always do that. <laughs> I could stand to do that. So let's I'm like do a, that. I'm like a child. Like I'll grow into it. <laughs> um, and then not quite as mainstream as Hot Topic, but like maybe even better is this brand that we're loving called Glad Racket. Glad you Racket. Can find them on Instagram. They're such a fun follow, follow them right now. So they do follow. they do horror t-shirts and Disney t-shirts and sometimes like combine those two things. Yes. In a wonderful way. And this one I absolutely had to get because it is their midsummer design. One of their I think they have a couple, right? Yeah, there's a few. Yeah. yeah, there's like the more colorful one, but I went with the the black shirt that has the white logo that's done in like a black metal band style. Yeah, where it says Midsummer, Midsummer, and it's got it's got some angry eyes and a flower crown and a you know. Sorry, I just found something I really love on there. <laughs> like, wait, sorry, which one? On. They what also have a similar style, uh, like the black metal band style, yeah. and it's the Overlook Hotel, and I'm dying. Oh oh, it's so good. It's so good. Holy Their shit! I need it. Stunning. Um, the shirt is super soft and has like the tiniest bit of stretch to it. Like, I, I don't think it, I don't think it actually has like elastic in it or any, you know, spandex, but it's just like, it's just a nice, cozy, cozy cotton, cozy fabric. Um, yeah, so I'm, so I'm loving, I'm loving this one. I've also got a couple Smashing Pumpkins shirts because you can never have enough. Yeah, apparently not. Apparently and their not. their merch has been so good lately, and they've like um, done a lot for like the the feminine cuts, which I really appreciate. Um, so I got like a a muscle tee that's like very it's like very thin, lightweight with like the you know big armholes, um, just black so smashing pumpkins on it. And then I got a short sleeve crop top that is black and in red letters says "We must never be apart." And nice. I just love it. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, and then on a future episode, this is one thing I'm still <laughs> waiting for. I got a, I did a lot of shopping recently. I love it. Um, I finally bought something from Rogue and Wolf. Are you familiar? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. We've looked at them. I think we've yes. like sent each other like, look at yes. this. So look they're, at this treasure. They're a UK based company. Um, very, very gothy and witchy. Ooh. And... So I'm I'm waiting on my purchase from them, which I will talk about on a future episode. I can't wait. That's a little teaser, a little moose bouche. A little moose bouche, but oh, yeah, for now, bouche. loving loving the glad racket and very happy with my exorcist shorts. Yay! Who's next? Right, I go next. You go. I go next. Introduce yourself. So, hi, my name is Sandra, and I am the lit hi. witch. Uh, I do the lit and the witch, <laughs> <laughs> respectively, uh, respectively, together and apart. So, I discovered a store here in Sonoma County. People know we live in Sonoma County, right? We set up. Yeah, we set up. I think so. I think yeah. so. In Petaluma, <laughs> and this is the one that I immediately texted you, Emma, and I was like. <laughs> New witch shop. 
They went shopping <laughs> town. So it is called Flourish with it. They spell it with like an a U, like very European. Mm-hmm. And they um, took great safety precautions and measures. It felt very safe going in and shopping with them too. So that's always a plus, right? Um, and they are a plant shop. So there's like hella plants, mm. which was really difficult to not like just buy an armload of plants. I'd already bought two new plants that day before I even went in through their door. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can get like one plant. Like I need to, like I live in a jungle. I have so many plants. I love it. <laughs> and I got some prints. There's one that's like, it included a couple little postcard size ones, but it is by this artist called Marcellius. Marcellus? I'll put a picture up, but it is thus. And it's like, it's got moons and bees and hummingbirds and flowers. And then if you can see... That's a lady's figure. See her I like see boots. her. I and, see like, her hips. Oh my god. And that's her her vagina. She's beautiful. And because we're very vaginal here. We are. Um and then there's like a couple little and it's signed too. And then there's like a couple little postcard. Lovely. Prints. I'm obsessed, obsessed with her art. Of course now I follow her on Instagram and I'm like, oh, I love you. <laughs> um and I got a oh, I didn't bring it over here, but I got a bandana to wear for COVID safety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it's like a bandana, you can wear it like a mask right. and fold it into a mask. And it's black and in silver it has a whole bunch of zodiac art oh. on it. So I wore that um today when I had to do errands. I got a new incense burner because you need a new incense burner on occasion. Yeah. I fell in love with this. It really called to me, but it's black and it has gold details Whoa. and it's shaped like a feather and it's really big. She's pretty. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, I felt that. And then I was like, if I buy an incense holder, why don't I get some Gotta incense? Gotta get some incense too. And they carry Sea Witch Botanicals brand of incense, which I believe I've gotten before. Um, they're like really cool. Everything in their store is like zero waste or almost zero waste. And I had to get this one called Quoth the Raven. Oh, I love it. I love oh it. Oh my God. And it's got beautiful ravens on it. No synthetic fragrances, you know, vegan, all the good stuff. Nice. An energetic blend of orange, cinnamon, and clove. Ooh, I oh, I want to smell that so bad. Heavens. Yes. Um, oh, can I, I trade you a stick of whatever incense I have that you might want for a stick of that? Because I want to burn Every, it. Any day. Any <laughs> day. for a stick. <laughs> a stick for a stick. Amen a stick for a stick. I love it. Love yeah, it. of course. I love to trade incense. That's super fun. <laughs> so, oh, I can't wait. I just wanted to like, they had crystals. They had a little bit of tarot stuff. They had tons more art. They had jewelry. Oh, I want to go. I mean, it sh- oh, I was I just like, this out. I was seriously like, I'm just going to live here. <laughs> and they also sell this blanket type that I love that is the blanket I used in yoga too. And I was like, is my yoga blanket? So for lack of a better word, you were flourishing. I was flourishing. Hey-o. Um, Sandra, I have, uh, I'm closing next Sunday. Would you like to have we're going. a little witchy Bye, everybody. date? We're busy. Bye. Bitches, we're busy. <laughs> we're going, we're going to go sleep outside of Flourish and wait for them to open. <laughs> I And I was like, I, I mean, we've all worked retail and like, I don't ever want to be that guy that's like right there at the fucking door. Oh, but I was so excited though. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like trying to play it all cool, like around, like, you know, leaning on the building, like, I'm not here waiting for this store to open. No. <laughs> nope. And then like they came and like unlocked the door and I was like creeping over like, 
And I was you like, wait I'm like sorry. two minutes and then you're like, okay, here I go. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm really excited to be here. And it's like, then they can't get mad because it's like, it's not like I'm being a Karen about it. It's like, no. I just, I want your wares. I want to support you. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> Take my money. Here's some money. I want you to have it. No. Who are you? Who's next? Hey, hi. Hello. Uh, I'm Emma. I'm the Derby devil that's not currently allowed to play Derby. Um, and I know I'm very depressed. I actually cried a lot about it the other day. Again, oh, no surprise. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. What? Oh yeah, little shop of horrors. So, um, mine's not really a spooky little shop or witchy or anything. Um, <laughs> it's that's food. It's food. You're like, I went to the grocery store. Is what my is <laughs> what my haul is. No, so I found this thing. I got one a few years ago and then kind of forgot about it. And then I got an ad on Instagram and I was like, oh, yeah, this. And so it's called Snack Crate. And basically, um, it's like a monthly subscription box and you can pick a size. They have mini regular or like re- the regular size and then a premium box. And it was like through an Instagram ad. So I got like 50% off. So I was like, give me that premium box. Premium. <laughs> <laughs> size queen. That size queen. Hey-o. It's like a big old box. Um, <laughs> so we get home. I see the box and I was like, oh, that's a big box of snacks. And it is a box of snacks from Germany. So that's so um so ah. you can choose um the, every month it's a different country um but you can choose if you want all sweet snacks all salty snacks or a mix of the two and so i did a little mix and it's definitely a lot more sweet snacks than salty snacks which is fine um but i was like give me all the potato chips where are the potato chips um ah. i had one bag of potato chips and i already ate it and they were delicious um also didn't realize germany really likes peanuts got a lot of peanuts Ooh, <laughs> oh really like i got some barbecue flavored peanuts um some other roasted peanuts um in germany it's a lot of peanuts um peanuts but everything germany. else was sweet i got like three salty snacks and everything else was sweet and i was like great i have so many gummies there's like 20 something snacks in this box <laughs> and i got oh the and i got the drink upgrade too so it's like five dollars and you can, they'll give you a drink as well um Ooh. and it was like a, it's essentially a Coke, but has like some orange flavor as well, which was pretty oh. yummy. I was like, I don't know about that, but it was really yummy. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's like, and then they'll send you one every month. So um, I think oh, I'll probably nice. downgrade from the premium because it's like fifty dollars. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I'll probably downgrade to like the mini. I think that's like fifteen dollars or something like that. And, so. and get salt. You're gonna get salt. <laughs> I'm just gonna get all salt this next time. <laughs> yeah, I'm a. I used to be a sweet tooth. I'm a salt now. Mm-hmm. I do still like a mix of the two. I really love a sweet snack, especially chocolates. I love, love, love chocolate. If I but. have something sweet, it's got to have like something fatty to like cut through it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like I like the cream sodas mm. instead <laughs> of just like a plain old soda. Uh-huh. Yep, I feel um, that. Or like that's a interesting. like a frozen a frozen treat that's made <laughs> from something fatty. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah currently i'm snacking on some gummies that are um they're little apples you kind of see them they're little oh apples God, they're cute. and so and they have that little creamy uh backside oh, to yes. them. love those there you go Kevin. um but isn't, they're isn't germany germany's like the gummy that's like the gummy ha- haven yeah we had a lot of gummies a lot of gummies in the box so i that's have no like idea og gummy bears are german i believe haribo oh, you might be right Har- yeah. haribo yeah, i don't know i thought that's those like- were my people. I'm like very German. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hella German right now. Like, oh, Give me all the beer and all the gummies. <laughs> which is hilarious, peanut. which is hilarious because I don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's my thing. I did it. 
That's nothing, hella cool. Nothing spooky. Just delicious. That's awesome, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like it. International snacks. It's my favorite thing. Every time I travel anywhere, I'm like, get me to your version of 7-Eleven. I'm going to buy all the snacks. Bring them all home. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. <sighs> I like that. That's hella cool. Mm. Um, Should we get into it? Yeah. What's this we episode about? Must. <laughs> Um, this was, we had something else planned, but then we were like, no, we have to do this thing. Yeah. Wait, I'm yeah, Sandra, I think, I th- Sandra, I think you should talk about the inception of this episode. Oh, well, so, okay, well, to start with, Emma found this amazing article. Mm-hmm. So we're going to cite this article and it's about Jennifer's body. Yes. And we were originally going to do another episode that was more like male centric, like a, about a male filmmaker. We'll save that because we'll do that sometime. He's still but- very important and very beloved by us. And if you, yeah, he's he's in our pantheon. Obviously. Um, but we were like, which one should we do? Because we'd started already on this episode. Abazada, abazada. And and I and I said, hoes before bros. We're doing we're doing a Jennifer's doing body it. episode. Yeah. So, so essentially, I found this article um, from this um, this film reviewer that I follow on TikTok, and her name is Lena Wilson. Um, she's on TikTok as, uh, at Neil's mom. Her dog's name is young Neil. Um, <laughs> God, that's hilarious. <laughs> and so the article is, was on New York, uh, New York times and it's, uh, what Megan Fox taught me about the power of subversive, subversive girls. And I read this article and I just like, I, I, I wept. I was like, yes, <laughs> cause I had forgotten how much I loved this movie. I rediscovered it a couple years ago and I was like, God, this is actually a really great movie. And so I sent them, sent it to the girls and we were like, yes, this is it. This is our episode. I don't think we've ever, like, been so quick to read an article. Um, When you sent this out, Sandra and I both immediately dropped what we were doing, Mm -hmm. read through the entire thing, and we're just, like, floored. This is important. Important. So incredibly important. And not as, like, important in the way that I didn't realize how important this film is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it, I'm, oh, oof, oof. Yeah, we'll get into this it, is, my my feelings on yeah. when I first saw it when I was a teenager compared yes. to now, but yeah. So oh, I watched yeah. this movie today for the <laughs> first time. Ah, I'm so excited to hear what you think. I had not seen this movie, and I feel like I owe a personal apology mm-hmm. to Karin Kazama and Diablo Cody. And Megan and Fox. And Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried and Adam Brody and everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mostly those four women. Yes. <laughs> mostly but those mostly- <laughs> Adam Brody, that woman. <laughs> uh, no, um, wow. I'm just so terribly sorry I snoozed on this one for so long. And it's not your fault because that's actually, it's a thing and that's that's the part of it. thing. Which we, we we'll get discuss. Into yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is how the marketing wanted you to feel. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because this came out in 2009. So, a li- oh gosh, a little over 10 years ago now. Yeah. And um, I saw it maybe 2011 when I saw it. So it was like two years after. And it was because people who like I trusted their horror opinions and people were writing articles and talking about that, like, no, this movie is really important. Women were reclaiming it. A lot of gay folks were reclaiming it as like, uh, you know, kind of a queer horror and a gay awakening and stuff. And I was like, okay, like I'm listening. You have my attention. Yeah, yeah. Um, I first saw it when it was in theaters in 2009. Damn. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. I remember um, it was like me and some friends. It was like the year that I decided I was into horror and um, and some friend like uh, it was my ex-boyfriend who I was still hanging out with. 
so sad. Uh, and (laughs) and all of his friends, and they were all considered like they were all like like who you think would be film majors in college, but in our in our senior year of high school. Um, (laughs) so they all considered themselves like film buffs, like, and so we were like, oh, let's go see this movie, and not even as a let's go talk about this movie just like oh megan fox is in it she's hot so all the guys wanted to see it and so we went and they all thought it was terrible <laughs> oh i bet they did i bet they felt like this is terrible <laughs> and there i was uh you know just like going with what you know the boyfriend that i'm still in love with and i'm like oh. yeah it was oh. really bad and we just laughed about how terrible it was <gasps> And I, oh my God, I just wish I thought for myself back then. Um, and so I re- I time. rediscovered it maybe like four or five years ago and watched it with Jonathan. No, not even. It was like less than that, two or three maybe. And I was like, have you ever seen this movie? It's really bad. Let's watch it. And I, and at the end of it, I was like, change my mind. This movie is incredible. <laughs> oh, I, was it like a flower unfurling that Jonathan's watching? He's like, this is not only fucking hilarious, but this is poignant shit. And you're yeah. like, where, why? Where, uh, is this this different movie? My, different movie. My brain has gr- had grown so much since when I was a senior in high school. Aww. And also just like my opinion of women and feminism and myself had changed. And it was just all of a sudden I was like, this is the most powerful and cathartic movie I've ever seen. I love it oh so God. much. Oh my gosh. And Emma, you're going to make me cry. It's, it's like, oh, it was just a huge, huge 180. And especially today watching it again this morning and doing all of my, uh, seeing the, we, we watched a video with um, Diablo Cody and Megan Fox. It's the 10 year anniversary no. that they did interview that they did together last year. And it, it made me love it even more. And I, I was literally sitting there just crying and I came out of, um, <laughs> I watched it in my room and Jonathan was playing video games and I came out and I was just like on this huge rant about how marketing fucked this movie over. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, it just, it just, it gives me, those feels, you know, when you just the feels that that make you love the film industry and just film in general. Um, yeah, it's those feels. I'm I'm feeling a lot today. <laughs> I'm having a lot of feels. Yeah. But it's like and I feel like a sense of injustice, like in the name of this movie. Oh. And they and they talk about it in that amazing interview that like it's so you can't inducing. even sing. Yeah, you can't even call this a cult film because so many people really love it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like it's kind of transcended that. But it took a lot of people kind of standing up and being like, no, this is good. This is not what they led you to believe this movie would be about. Mm -hmm. Right. From the horrifying trailer. I I. I vividly remember living in LA and seeing the trailers for this film and being like, oh, great. It's another like girl on girl situation that's just like male gazy yeah exactly exactly and like okay you know no thanks i'm I'm good and the fucking marketing whammy worked so well that it totally got buried that this was directed by a woman and it got and for some reason even though i liked juno and i was in support of diablo cody that i was like oh you know she cracked she sold out she wrote some male gaze stupid movie for the hollywood machine Mm -hmm. like i totally was like nah nah bro yeah and then it's like god damn it diablo i'm so sorry girl i'm so sorry and i i even had like a pretty i mean it's deep to me maybe not to 
anyone else. But I had kind of a deep connection to it because I was in a music video for one of the songs that was in the film. Right, yeah. Yes. Yeah, which was uh, New Perspective by Panic at the Disco. I watched it before this episode, oh! so it was fresh oh! in my mind. And so I'm like, dang it's it. Little Kelly. Little like 11 years ago, Kelly. <laughs> like, I was in the freaking music video and didn't even watch the film. I feel so horrible. I'm so ashamed. I would say you had a prominent role in that music video, too. I, I got to beat up the cheerleader. You have a lot of screen time. Um, yeah, I mean, that was fun. It's like in no way related to the film, though. No. Oh, um, not one bit. It's just like intercut. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Spliced in clips. But I'm just happy you got to be there. So, I, I <laughs> so that's what I am too. But yeah, I, I purposely avoided the film because I was like, oh, this just doesn't look like something I'd be into. <laughs> Which is so sad because this so is sad. like... I love this movie so much. Mm -hmm. This is actually very much what you are into. Yes, very much. I knew you would love it too. Oh, I knew you would. Oh, absolutely. Oh, but, like, like I'm already, I'm already planning a future costume. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's happening. It's happening. So you know, how I'm doing a photo shoot with Rachel on Thursday. I'm Wait, gonna what? So it's not, it's not Jennifer's body theme, but I'm gonna talk to her about in the future. I want to do like a Jennifer's body inspired photo shoot, like with the yes. white dress with the blood and everything. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah, the oh, formal must. dress you look. Yeah. So started off like pretty, but then like, you know, adding blood and then event I want to get those like some really, really sharp, scary teeth. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I, I might do a little, one of my little Instagrammy shoots, but it's going to be totally different. So there's no easier for you because you've got the long hair. I'm going to have to wear a wig or I'm just going to have to roll with the blue. I don't know, man. <laughs> wig no it, more. wig it, wig, wig it. it. This is fun. Let's just chant wig it. Wig, wig it, wig it. Wig <laughs> it. <laughs> um, it's a very me movie. And also, I, I kind of think maybe back then there was also a little hesitation on my part because there might have been a little bit of like bitterness or maybe slight jealousy just because like Diablo Cody is so cool and like I you know wanted to be someone like that like oh a girl who writes horror films and um and even like Megan Fox you know she was like the it girl still is in many ways um and you know I was a young gal trying to be an actress and so all these people were like you know getting all these roles and I was always just like the extra or the stand-in or whatever so so you know it's frustrating when you see like a horror thing with these cool people in it. It's like, I want to do it too. Yeah. I want to play too. Yeah. So there might've been a little bit of bitterness there. And that's, I mean, there's, there's a lot to even unpack with that. And I think yeah. that's really cool, honestly, that you shared that because that's how we've been conditioned is to be jealous and to hate each other. Yeah. As but females. that was like, that was my like early 20s. I'm so over that now. And I'm so like. Oh, no, no, exactly. That was how, yeah. especially back, like, it's like we're finally all breaking out of this yeah. mold. Mm -hmm. And like, it's like I, we oh, were man. so conditioned. That's also and then I had, a big theme yeah. in the movie between Needy yeah. and yes. Jennifer. Yes. Huge theme. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if I met Diablo frenemies. now, if I met Diablo now, I would be like, hi, can I give you a hug? Because you're amazing. Like, mm -hmm. I, yeah. I would just, yeah. yeah, like you are an inspiration. Let me love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me worship you, darling. Mm -hmm. 
It's important. It's important, girls. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, women supporting fa- oh. women. Yes. And also, my favorite part of this movie is actually J.K. Simmons. I'm sorry. Okay, yes. Part. He's yes. my favorite With part. Oh, my God. Choir. He's amazing. <laughs> he's amazing. And that wig. And he's just uh, like the way he calls them like children. And I'm like, I don't know. It just oh, my favorite part wonderful. of the film. Oh, he's and beautiful. I know she's in it for literally five seconds, but Amy, Amy Sedaris. <laughs> I literally, those are both of my notes. I was like, J.K. Simmons? And then it was like, Amy Sedaris? How did I forget She's so fucking funny. Also, also, can we just say Team Chip? Oh, Oh, yeah, Team Chip. Team Chip all the way. Sweet baby, sweet, sweet angel. Team Chip all the way. That's another one of my notes. The guy that um, played him, I think Johnny, what is his last name? Johnny something. Something. Um, He is like the early 2000s sweet boyfriend boy like that was his role in every movie yeah, that was his, his thing and he had that hair that hair though mm-hmm. okay, everything but then about- i'm also like really feeling colin gray too oh, oh yeah, my god little- yes yeah of course yes. yeah um, that it, is everything the type of about boy that that i had a crush oh, yeah. on in the early 2000s 100%, yeah 100 yeah everything about that movie like the hair the makeup the clothes all of it is so 2009 it's, yes. a, it's a time capsule I yeah the very I mean, the low dialogue the dialogue <laughs> but 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 actually i think the dialogue which is that perfect diablo Cody slang and yes. vernacular mm-hmm. is not 2009. And I think that's part of the problem is people weren't like ready. They weren't ready like, for it. No, they, we all kind of like hung with it with Juno because we're like, this is a quirky film. But then you have that quirky dialogue and you're like, yeah. but that doesn't fit in this movie. Mm-hmm. And you know. Also, I don't think people were prepared for Megan Fox to be hilarious. Yes. She's very funny. She's, She's so, so funny. funny. Yeah, she totally was like, before this movie, like typecast as like just the hot girl all she is is pretty she's hot she's sexy and and this movie was like no she is actually an awesome actress and she has she's hilarious her delivery of these lines impeccable like and she's not she's not she's not a ditzy person in real life but she plays she plays the ditz perfectly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. perfectly but even but not even like a full-on ditz like she you can tell it is so um she's a genius like jennifer is obviously a genius she has just yes. figured shit out and yeah. she plays that so well it's, it's scary it's calculated yeah. it's calculated mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Um, um yeah i definitely want to start referring to people as salty when i think they're hot yeah. and also yeah. can we talk about um your lime green jello <laughs> <laughs> love that because oh i always like to say people are jelly or i'm jelly but je- lime green jello like You're come lime on green jello and you don't even know it Oh my god, they even referenced MySpace, which yes. just like yes. took me back. <laughs> MySpace days. And when she's oh in the my. forest with the big football guy and he's like, hey, like trying to talk to her and she's like, shutties. Yes. <laughs> what about baby Chris Pratt in this movie too? <laughs> shows up oh out of nowhere. Gosh. Has one yes. scene where he says a terrible slur and then that you never see him again. <laughs> yeah. And we know that like, you know, she sleeps with him and that's about it like that's um my other favorite line because this is like kind of an inside joke with my spouse and i but is when she's describing the van and he's like what's the make and model and she's like an 89 (laughs) rapist i don't know um because i 
like when I first met Scott, he had he had a van like that and he had just sold it. And I was like, well, that's good because I wouldn't go out with you if you still had that van because girls are conditioned to be like, don't get in the van. Don't yep, get in the van. Don't get in the van. Don't go to a second location, especially not in the van. Mm-hmm. So are we assuming that anyone listening right now has already seen the film or do we need to like say what happens? Oh, like, God. Basic plot. I mean, it came out in 2009. You should have seen it by now. But if if we haven't convinced you at this point, like, obviously, you need to go see this. If you yeah. haven't seen it, pause. Go rent it pause, off Amazon Prime for $2.99 and then <laughs> yeah. come back here and finish it. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. What What would you say, like, is kind of the shell of this plot? Like, to give it a little... It's like... <laughs> it's so funny. It's like a hilarious I mean, synopsis. possessed girl eats boys. It's the best. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You and go. it's... I love that it's really... It's from a failed satanic ritual because she wasn't a virgin. <laughs> right. I love that... I'm not even a backdoor virgin. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love it so much. I had to, had to so lay much. on like frozen peas. I, I, couldn't even go, I couldn't even go to flag practice. Oh so my long. god, I, cr- I that's like a guffaw. That's a guffaw yes. laugh. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I love that she and Needy aren't virgins in this movie. And I was not, just thinking that that's I know. a huge part of a lot of the articles and stuff. Yes. that you find and you read about this movie is that they're not. They're not shamed and they don't shame each other. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, you know, like Jennifer kind of has like a reputation, quote unquote. But even then, it's like people just like admire her instead of like treating her like she's like a slut or something. It's so In fact, they never, I don't think they ever use that word. No. At all in the film. I mean, they, they use they use ho as like a joke in one part, yeah. which is an awesome joke when J.K. Simmons is like, you know, when you kids talk about, oh, <laughs> who's a cool boy and who's a who's ho? ho? <laughs> oh, my God. He just says it so perfectly. It's so good. There's also uh, a little yeah. snippet from Lena's article kind of talking about that. Um, yeah. I'll just read it really quick. And I also want to read the quote that made me uh, fall in love with this article and also Lena. Um, Yeah, yeah. Jennifer's Body, Satire's Gendered Tropes. It is one of the few horror movies where a teenage girl's promiscuity actually saves her from her untimely end. If Jennifer really had been a virgin, there would be no movie. The film also plays the Wanton Jennifer as virginal. Uh, oh, and virginal needy against each other to farcical extremes. Jennifer and needy are both sexually active throughout the film, despite needy's mousy effect. Uh, though it's written with a female audience in mind, sexist expectations marginalize the movie. And then she just talks about her experience with it. But anyways, yeah, I just she I, espouses more brilliance, mm-hmm. basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do appreciate that needy is. She's not like, oh, I'm so dorky. Nobody likes me. I can't get a boy. It's like, no, no. she she has a boyfriend who's cute and sweet and who thinks she's perfect. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's like, that's so wonderful because like, you know, it just there's different types of people like different types of people. And that's OK. And it is, you know, obviously she's considered, you know, by the high school society and the people at the bar to be kind of like lesser than Jennifer. But really, she's she's not. She's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She's just. Uh, yeah. And they Did have you the, find the perfect. Oh. They have the perfect like first time sex scene. Yes, even though it's not essentially their first not, time. Yeah, because they've done it before. They're just yeah. awkward. <laughs> yeah, oh. they're just kids. 
kids. I forgot. I thought that was their first time. No, they, no, they talked about it before. Yeah. He said, I bought more condoms. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank but you. it's awkward because they're kids, yeah, I think. Just is kinda, yeah. 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 And I love when she, that, that scene when she's like <laughs> having this whole like strange vision of Jennifer yes. eating Colin and she's freaking out. <laughs> and Chip just goes, Am I too big? <laughs> oh my god, his face! It's like you wish. Oh honey, you oh wish. honey. <laughs> um, I found the um the quote that I sent you guys. So oh, this is this is the quote from Lena's article that we were just like, yes. Um, in horror, girls and women do not have to be pretty, polite, chaste, or even heterosexual. In fact, these characters are so terrifying because they willfully eschew gendered assumptions. Teenage girls, their emotions too often dismissed as hormonal hysteria, can finally lose their cool. Jennifer and Needy have joined the likes of Reagan McNeil, Carrie White, and Bridget and J- uh, Ginger Fitzgerald, and live on in more recent unhinged young women like Danny from Midsommar and Justine from Raw. And that just like ah! gives me all the feels. <laughs> Those are all the girls we love. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And just like horror is just the genre. I think that's maybe why it pulls to me so much because being raised in such a, um, I guess, gendered um, religion, especially um, women are told that, you know, you're quiet, you're polite and you are um, chaste, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. um, and and I think that's maybe why horror has become such a such a safe home for me, because I know that I can be myself here and yeah. feel validated in that. Yeah, Ugh. that's like that's why we do this podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's so much to unpack about as horror fans because it's like you don't have other genres where the fandom is so deep and it's like it means so much to us and for so many different reasons. And I think it's really, really important to like to talk about what draws you in mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I love and we've, that. We've mentioned it before, but it's like I love how horror fans are like the most well-rounded people. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, we're the most awesomest. Um, there's something about that article that stands out a lot to me. That quote specifically, and we were just talking about, is like girls are expected to be polite. We are so like it is so like ground into us, and then especially with your upbringing and stuff. I know it's it's even more so that I can't understand, but it's like where you have to be polite. It had to be. And, I, and, 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 and it's like no I, you don't have to be nice to everybody if somebody gives you red flags if somebody makes you feel uncomfortable or unsafe or you you don't think they're treating you well you don't have to be nice to that person yep, exactly like they're, <laughs> they don't have to they've made you uncomfortable they have lost every right to to be yeah. uh, to experience politeness from me <laughs> And you don't have to let them down easy. You don't have to go on one date with them to be nice. Like, you don't have to do it, girls. Do you like how I'm sitting here silently? I feel like I'm, I feel personally attacked. <laughs> oh, no! no! This is empowering. This no, is empowering. I know. I'm just, I'm just laughing because I'm so like the, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I feel it. Honestly, I didn't start realizing these things until I started working at f- Even just this last year working at f- where um, Scott Lee Belt. Oh, right. 
um, at my job. Um, like even just this last year, um, you know, when when there are creepy men at the bar or men who have had a little bit too much and get mad at me when I cut them off instead of not getting mad at Kyle when Kyle cuts them off. And, yeah. and just like I remember having a talk with Kyle and being like, I just get so scared because, you know, I don't want to make people angry. And he's like, these yeah. people have come into your place of work and made you uncomfortable. They yes. like fuck them for that. How dare they yes! do that to you? They they have lost they have lost all rights to be comfortable in your space because they have made you uncomfortable in your space. Free yes. lumberjack. Yes, yeah. So that's why yes. we love Kyle. So um, I mean, we love Kyle we stand for Kyle. a lot of reasons. But yes, he's. It's like those things started clicking for me even just this last year. That like no one reserves the right to make you uncomfortable. You can that they is can fuck right off. Oh my god, it's so fucking true. And not this job I'm in now, which I love. This has not happened. But every other job I've ever worked, literally every other job, when I, I sat and thought about this the other day, there has been men, customers, clients, usually not coworkers, but on occasion, who have invaded my space, hugged me, touched me, put their arm around me, and it's like. Why? Why? Why do they feel the right to come into your bubble like that? Right. And it's like, oh, they're trying to be nice or they're old school or whatever. It's like, no, they're being sexist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't excuse their behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate polite, I hate ladies. when people don't uh qualify men just being nice as as sexism. It's like, oh, they're just being nice. They're just giving you a compliment. It's like, no, they're actually being sexist and creepy and gross uh, it's it's not okay <laughs> it's not okay it's not a compliment no. yeah oh deep stuff getting stirred I up no we Jennifer's haven't even body. really jumped into the actual movie yet <laughs> <laughs> well i'm just it'll... letting this all i'm just letting this all sink in like am i too nice do i need to start being mean <laughs> like <laughs> well there's no. always i think there's a line like i feel yeah. like being i i'm uh, generally despite my mental health problems i'm actually a very optimistic and kind person and i and that's natural for me and it's also like i always think of that as free Mm -hmm. that's free that's free to do like that doesn't cost you anything to be nice to people but there's a difference between being too accommodating Mm -hmm. and being too like well this is my role so i have to make everyone else feel comfortable first Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm I'm like, just like, is it getting hot in here? I, yeah. <laughs> warm. It's like relating too hard. No, it's right a thing. Now. Yeah. You definitely, you're, you're go, not alone. You're not alone you're not at alone. all. You go into every, every interaction with anyone you meet with, I go in with pure optimism. Like this is going to be good. This person yeah. has yeah. respect for people the way I have respect for people. Like you go into things thinking that. And then as soon as they cross a line or as soon as they, you realize that they do not have the same respect for people, that is when I'm like, you can fuck right off. <laughs> Yeet. Yeet them on. But it's so hard, especially in like a customer service type oh, role. Oh, totally. Because yeah. the customer yeah. is always right. No, they are not. They can yeah, they're basically, not. But, but they can abuse the crap out of you and you still have to put up with it because that's how it is. Well, then you shouldn't work if, there. <laughs> yes, because I know, any- that's why I'm not there anymore. <laughs> 
Because any boss or manager that doesn't back you up when it's like, I feel a little scared, I feel really uncomfortable, that's not a good place to be. Nope. But we're, we're learning that as a society, right? Because that's de- certainly not the way it always is. And it's totally still a thing. Like there are so many people exa- in that exact situation where they put up with abuse because they're at work and they know that their managers aren't going to stick up for them. It's, and absolutely. it's ridiculous. And this is the f- literally the first job, I first customer service job I have ever had where I have felt fully supported by my management. I have felt fully supported by my coworkers that if anyone steps out of line, if anyone makes me uncomfortable, I know that I'm going to be supported and kicking that person out. Like I yes. will not be reprimanded in any way telling that person to leave. And I'm just like, wow, the freedom. <laughs> like Empowering. <laughs> it's empowering. It's in- yeah. extremely empowering. And it's like, se- it's made me set a standard for all of my jobs in the future. Like wherever I go to work next, that's going to be a question in my interview. Like how do yeah. you support your employees in their uncomfortable situations with that's customers. a fantastic question yeah that, man write that down set write that, that down, put kids. that in an instagram post because mm-hmm. that that should be a question that is asked at every job interview mm-hmm. amen and they that's always brilliant. say come prepared with questions yes yeah. well here's one bitch here's one for Are you, you ready also yeah. another one how did you <laughs> uh what were your company's protocols during COVID 19 um, how did you Ooh, support important. your employees? How did you react uh, as a business? Like I would, I, that's a question I want to ask in the future because any yeah, company that did not support stuff. their employees during this time do not want to be a part of that. Hell no. Hell no. Nah. Hell important no. Shit. To the no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you sing that really well. <laughs> Um, so beside being really funny, as we said, this movie is very poignant as well. Extremely. Um, I think I've kind of, I actually kind of like burned through my notes, except for there's been a few things kind of on the Megan Fox part. I wanted to touch on that mm-hmm. because there's been a few articles and all that stuff out there about how Hollywood did her so dirty and society <sighs> did her really dirty. Yeah. And you know, like she's come really full circle with a lot of her stuff and things she said. But, um, you know, she just she did not get the respect she deserved. Um, she wasn't treated very well. And she says in that interview too with Diablo Cody that she definitely has my two me two stories, yeah. but she doesn't feel like people want to hear it. Because they yeah, just over-sexualize they her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, well, it's your fault. Like, you brought it on yourself. Like, yeah. yeah. And it broke I my heart. Horrible. It broke my heart hearing her talk about, like, how, like, she feels like she doesn't have a place in feminism because of that. Ugh. Like, anytime I, she's and it's spoken like, out ugh. about it, a lot of, like, crazy feminists, crazy, crazy ones, come for her and be like, well, you brought this on yourself. <laughs> it's like, you're just yeah. as bad as the dudes over here. What the fuck? And that is not what feminism about. Feminism nope. is about being treated the same as men and it's like that's you know anybody who perpetuates girl hate is not being a feminist exactly like it shouldn't you should be able if that woman is happy and safe uh then support her 100 percent. also a woman's sexuality is her own she doesn't do anything she does for men like no none of um, none of it is for men um no this was for her she like, I just don't understand why women wouldn't support her just because she was, quote, a sexual object. Like, yeah. I- it also was so it was hard to hear her talk about, you know, being a mom in Hollywood. Yeah. How like it was like, you know, weeks or just like a few months after she gave birth. And they're like, hey, so can you come do some reshoots now? And she's like, no, I just had a 
person come out of my vagina, so no. A little busy. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little busy with that right now. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And like, like, and like have you, you, yeah. you didn't lose the weight fast enough. Like she's, you know, all the tablets, she's too skinny. She's too fat. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, she just pushed out a human. Like, exactly. and she's had three. She's had she's three. Had, she's had three. I know. I was, uh, I did a little research into like her life a little bit, like when we were kind of talking about this, because I'm, I'm not a person that follows a lot of celebrity culture. I love to read my, my BuzzFeed. And that's like how I know anything about celebrities, right? <laughs> Is whatever BuzzFeed's saying. But um, she's got three kids with Brian Austin Green. And I guess they broke up recently. Very but, recently. Like yeah, a but they've been together like ago, 15 maybe? years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're raising their kids like non gendered. And it's just like, it's so fucking awesome Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she points that out in the interview that like one of her um kids specifically he likes to wear dresses a lot and they just like they just let them live and i think that that's really indicative of what she's been through yeah totally yeah it's a beautiful thing and she's in a new relationship yes yes Yes, i'm loving i'm loving her her pics with machine gun kelly machine gun right (laughs) i only know because he was in bird box (laughs) he has like two lines in bird box but i guess he's a musician (laughs) um i'm gonna be honest i've never actually heard his music but i know that he was in that motley crew movie i guess oh he was in the motley crew movie yes Okay, well, cool. I hope they're very happy together. (laughs) Very happy. (sighs) I just, uh, I so, I just feel, I feel really, really hard for her. Like, that she's had such a... Believe me, I do too. Having been through, you know, being, being like the, as I always say, like the lowest on the totem pole in the Hollywood, you know, Hollywood land. And I know she's forgiven him, but I sent you guys that BuzzFeed article again that I oh, found. About Michael Where, Bay. yeah, and it is, I mean, I'm, I don't think any of us here are big Michael Bay fans. Not particularly. <laughs> not one bit. But uh, his films just are generally our thing. But it's really weird that he started <laughs> sexualizing her at 15. It is. That's real icky feeling. That doesn't feel good. I mean, in all of his movies. But that's, it's ugh. like, do we see any powerful female characters in any of his movies that aren't just that he didn't just throw the male gaze on like it's not it's not his thing yeah so (laughs) (laughs) it's not his thing he's like my my view as an artist is very male gaze (laughs) it's like my thing (laughs) and like an explosion and i love explosions though that's how hollywood works like (sighs) i remember being in i was in a music video that we filmed at this like palatial mansion and it was like this rock and roll thing and we're all these like groupie chicks and there was a hot tub scene and so they wanted like the biggest boobid girls to be in the hot tub scene and so we basically had to just like stand there while some like assistant like looked at our titties oh my to God. see like to see who's were worthy <laughs> yeah i could so never I'm, like, well, I'm out i'm out <laughs> bye i'll just stand back here <laughs> like ugh, i just which is fine like i don't really care i mean i'm that's just mind-blowing to me but that is a thing that happens yeah yeah it shouldn't it should just shouldn't it's horrifying (laughs) and okay i I remember just laughing i was just laughing at the time like this is like so ridiculous yeah you're like i can't take this seriously but i'm getting paid and i'm performing which is something i love so whatever you know (laughs) 
I should clarify too, there is a few movies that I do like that Michael Bay has produced. Yes, of course. But um just I don't know. I it's it's all that he's part of that. I'm not saying he's a Weinstein, but it's part of that like, well, that's what the producer does, right? Darlings, yep. you yep. have to <laughs> cast a couch and like look like a certain way i want you to and it's like okay we need to be we need to be past that era yeah Yeah. i remember one time i went to an audition for like a maroon 5 video or something ridiculous like that and it was like you know of course we all showed up in like lingerie or whatever and for the audition all we had to do is just like okay now just dance sexy (laughs) (laughs) and so and so like I did, I did like a, a little bit of writhing and then I just like busted into like the running man and the Roger Rabbit. Yes. I was like, I was like, I don't even care. I like, love I you. Even, oh my God. I don't even necessarily want this job. So I don't even care. Wow. If that's the like criteria, hey, wear this and now dance sexy. It's like, <laughs> cool. Okay, bye. I feel, I feel like a validated human. <laughs> but also like not bad for a day's work. I mean, there, I've had worse jobs. Oh no no! I've yeah, had but worse yeah. jobs. Absolutely, but it's like that's just kind of like but it is kind of sad. It's, it's sad. It's, it's sad. Yeah. It's a little uncomfy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> also, we're not saying it's bad to be sexy in a movie. I want to throw no, that out it's, there. It's Hell actually no. very awesome. It's great. In a movie, <laughs> make in that a movie money video girl. in your everyday life. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's not okay to be. That that's like your only choice. Yeah, it's not right, okay right. if that's how Which, you're typecast. It it's not okay if you're not being compensated correctly. It's not okay yeah. if your views and opinions and your um your comfort level are being um you know taken into account. That's when we're right. like, no, fuck, fuck right off. <laughs> your your agency's being taken yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. words, words. Yes. Yes. Um. The movie. <laughs> yeah, so Jennifer's body. We keep, we keep body. going on rabbit trails of like, just respect women. Also, like, <laughs> is, any, is anyone else like me where you're obsessed with like, when, when like a book or a movie uses a title of a song as the title? Does that make, did that make any sense? Is that, is that a title of a song? Did I totally miss that? Yes, a whole Jennifer's body found pieces of oh, Jennifer's right. body. Right, yeah, right, right, right. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. It's <laughs> I, I get what I think. I see what you're saying now. It's cool. It's referential. I kind of inside. I love that. It's I love like an that joke. Yeah, yes, I like yes, it. yeah. Because I'm just you know being musically minded. I love when I when I see like a nod to a band that I like or you know yeah. Like I just I thought that was real real cute. Um, I actually love the gore in this movie too. Sorry, just about oh, the great. movie. Great gore. It's great. Kelly, I'm sorry. I hadn't watched this movie since 2011. Oh, right. I forgot. Oh, and then no. there's, but it's to be fair, it's not Vom. It's not Vom. Yes, it's so uh, it's so fantastical and unrealistic that I was okay with it. Oh, good. Oh, thank God. Stop okay, good. Pure yeah. black. That it worked out fine. It was fine. It was fine. It was just tar. It like, it was yeah, like, it's yeah. and it's kind of like in the movie like Venom, where it's like it's kind of animated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Um. Another thing I wanted to bring up that I thought was really cool. Um. Just like a fun little thing that women as a whole experience that. Um, so when Colin goes to the house <laughs> and he drives into this scary neighborhood where no one, it's just houses being built and no one's there and he yeah. pulls up and he's like, huh? And he sees the light up in the window and he's like, okay, well, I guess I'll go in. I was just like, literally any woman 
would pull up to the situation and be like, hell no, and drive yeah. away. <laughs> no, no, no. The door is boarded over. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not where she lives, bro. Yeah. My note, my note on this was, Colin is so cute. I feel so bad for him. But I also love seeing boys be helpless. Like any yes. woman would know that walking into a half-built house with no one around is a bad idea and you're about to die. But guys are just so <laughs> desperate to bang that they'll do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great note. <laughs> I just loved that. Like, I th- I feel I don't know if that was intentional, but like, I feel like any woman in that situation would be like, no, no, and just would immediately leave. But guys are just like, well, she's hot. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's interesting, too, is because like Colin, well, all the boys, they all kind of represent kind of archetypes. His is interesting because like, he's a nice person. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I like that. But <sighs> there's something about I don't feel bad for him when he does, as you know, Jennifer says, okay, go ahead, let's hear your pitch. You know what I mean? Because it's like, and I think it's like, I just felt really defensive of her because it's like, yeah, okay, so like, she's nice and you get along in the class you sit next to each other in. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, ha- I don't know. It was like, I felt like her kind of exhaustion of like this, okay, shoot your shot, like ask me out, fine. And like, and it's, you know, it's not like she's, I don't know. I just I felt I felt her pain in that. It was like mm-hmm. that seems like okay. You, like you feel bad for him uh, on one hand because it's like he he seems like a legitimately nice guy, and you're like yeah, he's just trying to ask you out. But then on her hand, it's like she literally this happens to her all the time. She's probably just like okay, yeah, like yeah, I'm exhausted. Like, am I not supposed to be nice to you because then you're just going to like I give a little bit of an opening, and then you think you can like squeeze your way through? Yeah, exactly. Like we yeah, can't, it just, also- can't just appreciate me as a friend. <laughs> like okay, but that was like one of those things I hadn't thought about it until today when I was watching it again that I was like interesting like I said I like Colin and I don't feel bad for him but I felt a lot of empathy for her mm-hmm. in that scene yeah yeah go ahead Kelly I'm just gonna jump in here and I'm gonna say if if anyone invites you to a midnight showing of Rocky Horror you say yes you say yes you, you say, say yes, yes. <laughs> but you know what it's not her it's not her thing not her thing that was not her I love that she said she didn't like boxing, boxing movies, movies. Oh I know and at that point, he should have just turned and left. <laughs> been like, yeah, yeah no, uh, we may have fun yeah. together, but we, we, you are obviously not my type of person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Like you said, Emma, years later, and then as like an adult, more of an adult or whatever, mm-hmm. watching it again, and you have more life experience, and it just makes you think about certain scenes like that a little bit more. Yeah. Makes you unpack it a little unpack bit. Unpack it a little bit more. Yeah. 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 Also, let's talk about the scene. The scene that was all over the trailers that everyone talked about. Yeah. That scene. It's hot. (laughs) It is hot. Yeah. It's so not what they made it out to be. Not at all. In the marketing. It's sensual. It feels natural. And it's not gratuitous. Exactly. And I think that's why I find it so hot because I'm like, (laughs) it isn't male gazy. It's not. Um. It, yeah. Exactly. It's not gratuitous. It just feels natural yeah. and comfortable. And I was like, because mm-hmm. there's, there's, it doesn't feel exploitative. You know? yeah. No. Yeah. There's no. obviously a tension between Needy and Jennifer from the like, beginning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Get go. And time. like when they hold hands in the bar really briefly oh, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I don't know. I felt and I I can see why a lot of people really resonate with this movie and those scenes because you know if you're kind of like well I like this boy but I also like 
this girl. So does that mean like, am I am I gay now? Or, you know, like, mm-hmm. and so it's like, when they finally get to have that moment where they kiss, it's like, it's very cathartic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I love how it's not it's it's like the moment is so intimate, like just between the two of them. It's not like, wink, look at us. Look what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> like, not queer baiting. I, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I agree. It's it's important mm-hmm. very important yeah. also let's talk about how great the soundtrack is it's very good it is a good soundtrack yeah it's an epic it's soundtrack really very 2009 and i love it yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 2009. i love i love the shot of her swimming through the lake same oh my god it's gorgeous. oh it's cool yes and like yeah. her walking out of the forest after oh. that with her with her hair all wet and everything and like just in that moment like knowing what she just did, yeah, she is terrifying. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, she just seems so relaxed and like I don't know. Even just seeing her just walk away so nonchalantly, I was just like, oh, it's like Ooh. unsettling. Oh, here's that just popped something off in my mind. Actually, mm-hmm. um, there's something really cool and subversive about the way she gobbles up the men because mm-hmm. it's very kind of sexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In like a good way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a you very good way. Picking up what I'm laying down. Oh, I am picking it up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> because it's obviously like it's predatory, mm-hmm. but it's also like kind of a, rever- a role reversal too. I mean, it's role reversal in a way because she's being the predator. Mm-hmm. Often we only see men as the predators and women as the prey. Mm-hmm. It's Yes, one of those cool subversive things about this movie that just makes you like, yeah, it makes you like, like tap your tap your <laughs> lip, like. Mm-hmm. I just did that subconsciously. I wasn't <laughs> realize I was doing that. I was like, hmm. I love when she's like when she's like scooping up the juice. I was just out of college. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> like dr- she's you drinking can- water from a from a river. And even that is like, in a way, kind of like penetrative because she's like dipping into him and pulling the blood out and sipping it. And it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, I have feelings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I just yeah, I love the role reversal there and like having the power, the the power of this of us. Well, I mean, that kind of goes with the. um, So I also wanted to touch on the scene, the sacrifice. Um, oh my god oh my god yes yes um i don't know if it's just because i'm in therapy now working through um old like sexual assault things but like this scene in particular felt so much more terrifying to me and like so so charged and just like i felt it way more than I have in the past. Um, And, and Lena kind of talks about it in her article too, about how like, um, you know, like um, stabbing in horror movies is kind of like um, symbolism for penetration. And so like the whole thing just feels very um, (laughs) rapey. Assaulty. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Isn't it funny how it's like when you're on the other side of trauma it's actually like more traumatic to watch it than when you're in the thick of it because mm-hmm. when you're in the thick of yeah. it you're like you're numb yeah 
And so yeah. when you watch something like that happen, it's like, oh, I don't care. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But after, it's like, it's not until after you've processed the trauma that you're like, wow, that's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and she mentions it too, Megan does, in that interview with her and Diablo, the YouTube one. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to link these on our Instagram or yeah, something definitely. so people can check them out. Maybe the show notes, maybe producer Scott can work his magic. We'll find a few ways. But mm-hmm. um, where she says she was really tapping into some stuff. Yeah. Like when she was doing that. She and made some choices. It, yeah and yes, that makes yeah. that scene really effective mm-hmm. because you have it, the there's a humor there's a lot of like kind of humor stuff going on mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. it's a really good example Dark of humor. the film yeah yeah it's like yeah. but it's also like really deep and poignant and scary mm-hmm. and her screams are uh, they're chilling they're actually really yeah. chilling and the way and the way when he um asks what her name is for the ritual and she goes my name is jennifer just in that moment you see her begging for them to humanize her and yes. to be like look at me i am a person please don't do this and and yeah. and the way they are like singing and like ugh, it's I'm never so- gonna hear that song the same way again. <laughs> no, it's really it's upsetting. So- it's so nonchalant to them because they're just in it for their their greed, right? To be yeah. famous. Yeah. And you can make that argument for whenever a person is assaulting another person that it's about, you know, like you said, it's dehumanizing. It's about a want and like, I want to do this and you don't get a choice. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, it just <sighs> gives you chills. Yeah. It gives you chills. And the end of the film is actually probably my favorite part. Same. Oh my God. That's yeah. one of my notes. When when Needy (laughs) says, because even though everything they've been through, everything that happened, she still loves Jennifer and she's going to get that revenge for her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think even even in the moment when she kills Jennifer, like, yeah, there's a lot of tension there, a lot of anger because she just killed her boyfriend. But like, even in that moment, you can tell it's like she's just trying to free her because that's that's her best friend and she knows it's not her anymore and she's just like i i need to one rid you rid get rid of you because i don't want you to kill anyone else but also i want to free you from this horrid existence yes Oh, and that closing credit sequence, though. Best. Oof. It's so good. So good. So satisfying. Because that's when you're really like, you you like hoot. You're like, woo. Mm-hmm. And like you laugh and it's funny. And I love. And I love that it's like, it's like crime scene footage mm-hmm. and, you yeah. know, security cam. Mm-hmm. And I love oh. seeing the lead singer with the dagger in him. <gasps> oh. Yes. Bye. Full circle, baby. I love it. He was he was great as that character, Adam Brody. He was. Yeah. You had, I, I hated fantastically it. cast. Yep. Fantastically cast. I don't know him from a lot of stuff. I just think of um, him as Dave from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um he's so sleazy. So oh. ugh, icky icky icky. Oh. <sighs> yeah. There was also kind of like not in like the same predatory way, but it um when they're at the club, the bar, it's not a club. That's so funny. Yeah, that whole the club. exchange. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That reminded me a lot of when I was a teen, we had a place called The Shop. 
Um, and it was out at a magnet factory in the middle of nowhere. And bands, yeah, and it was all ages. And there were like, like adult, like chaperone type people there. Um, but they didn't really like, they, they let us have a lot of freedom as no matter what age you were. And they didn't sell alcohol or anything like that. They sold like soda and like snacks, but it was like all just like this room full of furniture and black lights and just bands from all over the fucking place in a big mosh pit and that is where i saw afi (gasps) um when i was a kid but um it was it reminded me a lot of that and then like being kind of kind of that groupie girl mentality and kind of like talking to the boys and of course I was a teenager, definitely underage, and there was a few older guys that were, you know, creepy. But for the mm-hmm. most part, the people were pretty respectful. And I remember talking to this one guy from a band, and Ooh, which he one? was, which one? oh, I have, I could not even That's remember. So and he was probably maybe twenty, but you know, like he seemed so like wise, like you know, to like fifteen year old me, yeah. and. <laughs> We were talking and he was like, how old are you? And I was like, oh, I'm like 15. He's like, you're not an adult yet. And I was like, no. He's like, you don't even have a car. And I was like, nope. And he's like, how do you escape this fucking shithole? (laughs) He's like, you're stuck here. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, I am. (laughs) And just that whole, like, that whole exchange was so much, like, it reminded me so much of in the movie when they're like, talking to the band guy and i mean (laughs) that guy's obviously you know gonna kill her for nefarious purposes but it was like i felt so seen by like i mean my place my venue was cooler but it was still the same kind of things of like this is what we fucking have (laughs) why are you here why am i here what is life like because and i like i mean i like where i grew up but he was like basically get away get far away as you possibly can (laughs) Do we have any last notes? Watch Jennifer's body if just you haven't yet. Watch it. Just like and Diablo, like keep writing and like I I want you to make more films. I wish I like had money to give you to make more films. Take my money. <laughs> Take, Take my, my money, money. please. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep renting Jennifer's body and hopefully she just gets just royalties from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We wanna support you, girl. Yeah, dude friend mm-hmm. what's what's karen kasama is it karen or karen uh i've never heard it pronounced actually i think she said it in the interview i think she says karen karen um what's she up to oh i can tell you i was actually just tell on me. her imdb so um karen kasama she has done a few things including a movie i love a horror movie called the invitation I love the invitation so much. I've heard of that. What? Yes. Oh, no, she did that? Oh my okay. gosh. Kelly, you got to watch it. Holy okay, crap. Um, it's a slow burn, but the end is so I like it. slow burn. Yeah. You're going to love She's it. She's done some directing of some TV shows, including it looks like she did an episode of The Outsider, which I haven't watched yet, but that's based on a Stephen King book. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a short in XX in 2017. I really liked her mm-hmm. short. Which short was it? Uh, she, hers was the one with the the guy and he gives you the thing on the train oh that was a good one and yeah she's looks like she's pretty consistently working but a lot of a lot of tv directing but i yeah she's the invitation is great and what's diablo up to 
I am really embarrassed to say. I don't know. Let's don't let's see. Find out. I'm sure. Like I'm sure she's up to something. We just don't. We just don't know what it is yet. Well, and we. I mean, she's got kids, so maybe she's kind of doing that thing, which is awesome. So, um, she's cool. done some producing, and I know she did Tully, mm-hmm. which I did not see. So she's done a little bit of TV writing, written some shorts. Young Adult is the only movie of hers I haven't seen. Oh, I haven't seen that either. Oh my god! And then she was the creator of this is huge of the United States of Terra. Whoa. Yeah, which was, you know, random. I did not know that. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I love United States of And Tara. that stars Tony Collette, That's which our, is one of our daughters. Tony Collette, our queen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I did not know. Wow. Yeah. So she's just been flying kind of, of under the radar. She- I have a feeling like she, I don't want, I mean, obviously she's been working and she's fighting, but she kind of, especially in that interview, it almost feels like she got a little blacklisted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think it's been Oof. and also just a little jaded. I feel like the whole situation kind of turned her off to the industry and she was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a step back. <laughs> yeah. Do it at my pace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love her. Good for you, ladies. We you we support ladies. you girls. We love you. We love you. So um yeah, it's it's snack time. Um, also, just right before we leave, I just want to say one more time, go check out the New York Times article by Lena Wilson. She's also written a lot of really great um, opinion pieces like this for New York Times. So just go on the New York Times website and type in Lena Wilson and read her stuff. Um, Spell it out. Uh, it's L- L-E-N-A-W-I-L-S-O-N. Go. And her tic- her TikTok is fire. Yes, her, her TikTok, TikTok is, is fire. fire. I sent uh, Sandra a bunch of videos um, from her today, and I'm obsessed. Yes. Fat crush on her. I'm just going to say it. I just- <laughs> <laughs> she's very crushable. Yes. She's very crushable. Yeah. She's very quotable. Oh, yeah. She's great. And she's just super super intelligent and like you know you she knows film she knows her stuff so um check her out and um definitely follow her on tiktok before donald trump takes it away from us oh my god just all this more smoke and mirrors so great better things to be focused on yeah guess not (gasps) so dumb well ladies tuck me in kelly i don't have zip that's okay. It's actually really hot. It's I don't know if hot. I want to get. Yeah, I just want. I just want Kelly to like kind of just put the sheet under my chin. Just kind of right because like we're gonna we're gonna pull a Jennifer's body. We're gonna share the bed. Yes, yes. We're gonna we're gonna share the bed together. So we've got we've got a bed situation. We've got the sheets. We've got nice. Maybe yeah, maybe just the sheet because it's summertime. It's, it's hot. Too hot. So hot. It's too we hot. don't we don't need the full comforter situation. We're in our undies and our Evil Dead shirts. It's great. That's 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 wonderful. a mood. That is <laughs> a mood, and I want to. I'm manifesting that to happen soon. Beautiful. So OnlyFans content too. As <laughs> we're yes. as we're so as we're drifting off and dreaming about our chips and our Collins, just remember to stay light as a feather. Stiff as a board and just relax, just relax, just go to sleep. Good night! (laughs) (laughs) Light as a feather, stiff as a board.